You know what? If I interviewed President Biden, I don't think I would have gotten as many emails on this guest. I must have gotten 60 emails about this guest. Really? Yeah. This is incredible stuff. The Beatles are back with a track that has been 45 years in the making. Weeks ago, the song Now and Then was released, which features all four members of the Fab Four together one last time. Now, that was the original group. But if you never got the chance to see the Beatles between 62 and 1970, why not check out the Fab Four, the ultimate tribute? You just heard them. Coming to the Walker Theater next week on December 7th, well, they will perform the Beatles' Rubber Soul in its entirety, as well as a huge selection of the band's greatest hits. Are you ready, JR? Joining me now is Artie Seroff, who plays Paul McCartney, and critics say, I quote, this guy is truly the best musician to ever portray the youthful Paul McCartney. All right. Artie, that that was one hell of a lead-in, man. Come on, you better not blow it and suck. Are you good, man? Come on, Artie. Wow. Good morning, lads. How are you? Hey, Artie. Artie, I swear I got 60 emails about this this impossible interview. Your marketing person... I've got a lot of friends. Is, I've got a lot of friends. Your family. marketing person is incredible. So will you tell that person thank you? Whoever that person is, he's, he's unbelievable. And thank you to my, my best friend for emailing 60 times and making sure I got that. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Artie, come on. You sound unbelievable. Who are you? Where are you? How did you get involved in this? And I'm going to shut up, and we're going to play some music from the group. <laughs> but go ahead. Just well, a little I'm, bit about yourself. I'm, uh, I'm out in Los Angeles right now. Only you guys in Tennessee could get me up at 6 in the morning <laughs> to do a radio interview. There you go. Uh, We've been doing the Fab Four 25 years. We uh, we put it together uh, that long ago, and uh, we've been going through Tennessee, uh, gosh, for I don't know how many, a couple decades now, off and on. And we're going to be, I think it's the Walker Theater in Chattanooga. Yes. Um, and we're looking forward to coming back, and, you know, we do everything live. That's one of our fortes of what we're known for. Um, everything is live, being sung and played. Every single note, whether it's good or bad, is, is live. Uh, and you know, sometimes we get, we get, uh, critiqued about, oh, you guys are faking it. You're not singing live. Okay. Well, that's a good compliment. That's probably the best compliment we can get, but I, I guarantee everything's being sung and, and played live by us. All right. Can we, so, we got to hear some of this. So, uh, Art, we're going to, we're going to pull some of your stuff up and we're going to be playing it throughout this whole interview. So how old were you? I mean, how old were you when the Beatles were, 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 were starting in 62? I wasn't around. I wasn't around. Not at all. You're a trained musician? How did you get... I mean, was this something like four guys who got together and said, let's do the Beatles? Well, in, in, a, in a nutshell, um, none of us are really trained musicians. We're all trained by ear, really. I mean, we, you know, we picked up the albums when, uh, when we could in, in the, in the mid-80s, the early 80s, and uh, we just started picking things out and uh, we, we all met at a Beatle convention out here in Los Angeles called Beatle Fest. Um, it's since changed names. And we just, they had Battle of the Bands, the different Beatle bands would play, and we all met through uh, each other's friends that were in the bands. And we said, let's, let's put the Fab Four together. So at that time, I was right-handed. Uh, <laughs> I said, well, if we're going to call it the ultimate tribute, I'll buy a left-handed hopper bass like Paul, and I'll teach myself how to play. 
And uh, we better make it the ultimate tribute. Like you guys said, we better not suck, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, you would be such a great band member. Are they all like you, or are there three of them that really are you'd rather not work with them? Do y'all still no, talk? I'm the only one worth hanging out and talking with. <laughs> there you go. All right, so did you say, yes, I'm definitely going to be Paul? Uh, you know, it's funny because uh, I vocally, I, you know, I grew up listening to Queen and Kiss, too, so... I've always gravitated to screaming, to singing, you know. And so, Paul, naturally, tonality. And right now, I, I sound like, you know, Rod Stewart's 6 in the morning over here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, you know, in the, the, the timbre of the voice, um, I've always been told it's a very similar timbre to Paul. And, and I'm a, I'm a um, uh, what, what's the word? I can't even think of the word right now. A tenor. I'm a, I'm a male vocal tenor. And so is Paul. So I think I, I got lucky in that respect. So have you ever met him? <laughs> I did meet him. I did meet wow. him, but it, it was not. It, uh, the, the story sucks itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I met him at a book a book uh, a signing here in Los Angeles. Uh, gosh, almost twenty years ago, and it was just a brief, quick encounter. I got to shake his hand, tell him what he meant to me, and. Uh, it was a great experience. It, one of my, obviously, one of my heroes, and uh, I'll never, I'll never forget what, meeting him. That was amazing. So, Artie, what is it like to, uh, I mean, to perform night after night? I mean, is it that? Is there a routine you go through to get to get ready for this? Yeah, we don't talk a lot before the show. We drink a lot of water, <laughs> some aspirin, some throat coat. I mean, we just had three in a sh three in a row this past weekend. We did. Uh, Two shows in Fresno, California, and one here in Anaheim, California, on Sunday. Um, and it, you know, it, it's it's just maintaining. Even when we don't get sleep, and you're traveling on airplanes, and you're you're, you're lugging around and going to hotels, and you know, people think it's glamorous and everything, which it's not. Uh, but it, we're but we're at the same time we're we're very lucky to be playing the best music ever. We're very fortunate that we get to do this and um, you know travel around the world really and and bring our version of what we believe the Fab Four show to be uh, to, to audiences everywhere. And, uh, you know, people can find us at thefab4.com and, and check our schedule out. We have a CD that's a, a Christmas CD called Hark, huh. which they still have time. They still have time for some stocking stuffers. Absolutely. It's basically Christmas, Christmas songs done in a Beatles style, and I think people would absolutely love it. Don't you ever at least one time want to get on stage with your, your fellow guys and go, okay, it's time for me to do some of my original work? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, at the same time, though, quite a few of us do write original sure, music. And we, sure. have, we have put out a, a music before. Um, the problem is there's no time. Um, it's hard to get time in between because unlike a lot of the top-tier you know, touring bands like let's say Kiss and Taylor, Taylor Swift and all that kind of stuff, they go out for a few months and they're done for the year. Whereas we're, in, we're basically weekend warriors. We're, we're playing every weekend, sometimes three or four shows a week. Like I just said, we just play three in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, that's kind of normal for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have, we have a couple different uh, lineups of guys, which we rotate. Uh, I'm one of the original guys, obviously. And I'll be there in Chattanooga on the, on the 7th. In Tennessee, and uh, but we, you know, we have a we have a really great cast of people, and we we just crack the whip when we need to, so they don't suck, like you guys said. You know, <laughs> hey, we're playing uh, some of the uh, the Christmas music that we want people to buy.
can they buy it uh, there at the Walker Theater or just go Amazon? I mean, you've got a great They sure can. A great they they sure can, and they can also find it online at thefabfor.com. All right, Rubber Soul, is that one of your favorites also? It's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. It's my top five, for sure. It's definitely my top five. It's hard, it's hard to pick. You know, when people say, what's your favorite Beatles song or album? It's like, oh, God, what day is it? I don't know, you know. <laughs> it depends. Um yeah, Rubber Soul's definitely, I think it might might, might be my top three, mm-hmm. actually. Well, yeah, yeah that's a, it's just a great album. It's got Drive My Car on there. you got In My Life. you got Michelle. Yeah. You've got I'm Looking Through You. You've got Girl. You know, a lot of the songs that are, that they just reissued. What was that one? That you Norwegian had? Wood, is that one? Norwegian on? Wood? That's one. Norwegian on. Wood, yeah. yeah. How can I forget Let's that one? It's a great it's song. It's six o'clock in the morning, like. Well, <laughs> hey, Artie, where'd you grow up? Liverpool. Right here in Los Angeles, oh. born and raised. My daughter lives in West Hollywood. I want her to meet you. I want her to go <laughs> see you. I think, I think, I, she would well, love it. Well, we play all over the place. I mean, she's not too far away from uh, the next show we do here in town, which we call a local show. Is uh, it's called Pachanka Casino. That's in January. That's down in Temecula. It's about an hour and a half from uh, Hollywood, basically. Maybe almost two hours. I'm, I'm telling her to drive. You drop her a line, and I'll, I'll put her name on the guest list. That's up to you. Awesome. Oh, you are great. Hey, Artie, where did you go, go to college? Did you Are you are you trained? Did you, I'm you not trained yourself? at all, no. I, I went to college to, to do art, actually. A different kind of art, not uh, stage mm-hmm. art. Um, I took to go do sculpting and... You know, drawing people, huh. life drawings, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it just, I just didn't see it going anywhere. And uh, so I started doing my original music with some friends. And that really didn't go anywhere. That happens to a lot of the people that do tribute bands, by the way. All, all sorts, not just Beatle bands. You know, you try it with your original band and nothing happens. Well, that's great. Everybody has their, their, their place and their time and their talent. Um, and uh, we, yeah, we nothing happened. And then a few years later, that's when the Fab Four thing happened. So we're all very fortunate to um, to have hooked up and, and and made this, you know, which we we think is you know one of the best Beatle bands that's ever existed. Really. All right, I I I, I think you're 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 a great interview. It's the Fab Four, the ultimate tribute coming to the Walker Theater next week, December the seventh. You're gonna be- get in trouble with Jennifer in a second. Oh yeah, wait, I'm gonna mention it. Okay, uh, the Beatles, Rubber Soul, and if you go to wgow.com. A chance for you to win tickets to see Paul and the rest of the gang. Can you hold on a few minutes? You, you, you've got to. We've got you booked for an hour. So <laughs> Great. You're, you're stuck. <laughs> hey, Artie, hold on, buddy. We're, we're coming right back to you, okay? Yeah, I was okay, watching, I was oh, watching yeah. this video of War Is Over. They've got a children's choir in, in the concert that this is from. I bet they have one uh, when they play here next week. Do you, will you have a children's choir here? Oh my gosh, that would be great! No, we didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't line that up. Uh, in, in that video, I've got two two of my daughters are in that in that group. Of wow! Kids. Oh man, that is, what are your daughters' names? Jocelyn and Alana. Okay, all right, we're going to come back. Don't go anywhere, Artie. Do not fall asleep. We know that crap that y'all pull. You're, so hold on, hold on. There you go. I think people are jealous. I mean, when they hear this, and I, I, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's just. This is something that you are there. Are there other bands like yours performing? There's there's a lot of Beatle bands out there in the world. Uh, a lot of a lot in the states, obviously. Um, and, you know, everybody everybody has their place, their tier uh, in, in terms of levels of uh, professionalism and 
and what they sound like, what they look like, all that. We've always prided ourselves uh, with trying to do everything to the best of our abilities. Like, the records are the Bible to us, really. It's a record. We don't stray from that. Whatever the record is, that's what we're going to sing. That's what we're going to play. As quick, as, as close to the record as we can, um, we try to do, you know, we do makeup. We do all sorts of way longer wigs and all that to make ourselves look like the Beatles more. Uh, we keep listening to the Beatles. I mean, you know, the Red and Blue album just got re-released uh, a couple weeks ago. So there's always there's always something that, to, to get better at. You know, we watch the films when we can. Hard Day's Night and Help, uh, the, the Get Back uh, thing, that was great, too. So there's always always plenty of stuff, a lot of stuff on YouTube that you could always quickly look at for the Beatles, because we're never going to be them, and <laughs> the, we don't think they're them. Uh, we, we don't think we're them, sorry. Gotcha. We, we, you know, we, we, when, once we're on stage, we of course, we're pretending, we're acting. Sure. We're doing all that kind of stuff for the audience. But once we're off stage, we don't pretend to be them, we don't. We don't uh, take that uh, to any crazy level like some some artists maybe do in other bit tribute bands. I was so, flipping around. We, the, we know where the where the line is, you know. I was flipping around the channels the other day and I saw Hard Day's Night and I tried to watch it. It was unwatchable. It was unwatchable. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> Black. First of all, it's so quirky. You have to have that kind of humor. Yeah, too, you know? and, you're uh, right. A lot of people. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. I'm not really good at the old British humor, but yeah, you are exactly 100% correct. So, if you had dinner with Paul McCartney, if you had that opportunity, what would the conversation be like? Or do you think you'd even talk about the music? Oh, boy. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I would just, um, I would just sit down like everybody else. Say, hey, man, thanks for everything you've done for us. And, in the world, uh, is that we? I missed the very first thing you said. Uh, no, 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 that was it. That. If you had a chance to sit down with Paul, what uh, what would the conversation be like? I mean, what? Uh, you know, I would try to get all the stories. I would try to get a few stories that he's never told. That's what I would try to do. Because we've all heard, you know, a lot of the, the the famous stories that he's told about the Beatles and his time with the Beatles and even post Beatles during the seventies when they were all doing solo mm -hmm. things. I would love to hear a story that no one else. Ever, oh yeah, like the, I would love for him to say, "Listen, listen, Audi, listen. There was one time uh, <laughs> when John came up, and uh, you know he couldn't he couldn't blow his nose, so I blew his nose for him. I mean, <laughs> something like that. You know, I mean, I want to hear a story I've never heard before. Your best Beatles song is what? Your favorite that you could, if you are on an island, and you had one song from the Beatles. What would oh, it be? Oh boy. See, this is what I'm talking about. Here we go. <laughs> no, it's You're opening up Pandora's box right now. Okay. Well, uh, you know, like I said earlier, it's hard to pick a, a song or an album from time to time, but I guess my go-to song would have to be All You Need Is Love. Oh. Great music. And All I think right. it's for the message. You know, they... they if you really sum their whole career, what, eight years, basically, right? So you yes. do the 70, officially. Um, you think of the body of work that those guys put out. And if you look back at it, it was positive stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was some, there was some you know, bad some Artie, music I, in there. I got to do it to you one more time, please. We got 30 more minutes with you. Please. You've got such patience, Artie. I know you've heard everything from electric commercials to rug cleaners. <laughs> 
And you're like going, oh, my God. You're We're not trying to make a living, too, Artie. Artie's, We're trying to make a living, too. Artie's going to get together with his group and go, oh, God, you're not going to believe what crap I heard this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Well, I'll tell you what, though. They're going to have to clean the dressing room even worse after we're there. <laughs> That's true. You'll be sweating, man. You sweat. That's right. Hey, um, at least you didn't hear any ED commercials. <laughs> because yep. we usually have like eight minutes of them. <laughs> so you're in luck, buddy. Hey, did you see that the Rolling Stones... Sponsored now by the AARP. I mean, did you, <laughs> that is like unbelievable that their their concert is, is that for real? Yes, yes. 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 All right, wow. Yes. Well, you never know. You know, there comes a time, right? All well, right. So you, we were talking about music last week, saying the Beatles had the number one single and the Stones had the number one album. So that's true. Say what you will. So you've got two great daughters. Are they Beatles fans? Do they know everything about the Beatles? No, luckily they're great daughters. Yes, but they do not know all the all about the Beatles. No, in fact, it's funny because my younger daughter, uh, she's kind of the musician of the two. Uh-huh. Um, they're both athletes and dancers and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, my younger daughter is kind of self-taught with piano and guitar. I bought her first guitar last Christmas, and then I just she just asked for. Uh, she said, "Dad, can I borrow one of your bass guitars?" <laughs> and uh, I so I, I brought her over during Thanksgiving and. Uh, uh, I let her borrow one of my Hoffner guitars, which is a not not the Beatle one. Hoffner makes uh, Hoffner is the brand that Paul McCartney plays. It's a looks like a violin shaped bass, right? It's very huh. famous. But they also make uh, different different shaped guitars. It's under the Hoffner name, and she borrowed that one. So I let her borrow my my Hoffner guitar. So she's going to be very careful with it, or she's going to buy it. Did John and Paul, I, I don't know how much of a historic, did they like each other or started out liking each other? And then tell how did the rift occur? Do you know this? Do you know the history part of it? For, for between John and Paul? Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. Well, well, I think they, you know, because they were the obviously the, 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 the main two leading the whole band sure. uh, with all their song put out. Uh, putting out all the, all that music and, and under so much pressure, you know, at the time. Um, I think when Brian Epstein died, their manager gotcha. in 1967, I think Paul took the brunt of it. And, uh, you know, in that Get Back uh, documentary that was mm-hmm. released by Disney, mm-hmm. you could really see that Paul was the, the driving force to get the work done. And I think after a while, I think some of the Beatles probably resented it. I think uh, it's pretty obvious George really resented Paul during that time and always wanted to push everybody to get, get stuff done. Uh, I think in the the solo years, like 71, 72, there was some back and forth music taking uh, little digs at each other between yes. John and Paul. Uh, Paul did something on his song, Too Many People, mm-hmm. and John got wind of it as, a, it, as a, to him and Yoko in a bad way. So John went back with, uh, you know, How Do You Sleep um, to Paul. You know, so Sergeant Pepper took you by surprise. That whole thing, and you know, uh, right. the only thing you ever done was yesterday, and now that you've gone, you're just another day. You know, talking about uh, yeah. another day, one of Paul's yes. uh, solo songs. Yeah. So they were they were going back and forth, and it sounds like they they kind of uh, got everything out of their system before John died, luckily, and they they were friends again, which is great to hear. Yeah, I think John Lennon said the only song that Paul wrote that he was jealous of was was yesterday. And I think, yeah, one of them. Yeah, for sure. That, that, I mean, I, I would be too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think Paul just went in the studio by himself and did yesterday. I think yesterday is really all him. I think. 
Well, it's just him on guitar. He's right. the only performer of the Beatles. And they have a street quartet. Gotcha. With him, too. Yeah. But, yeah, technically, yeah, he's the only Beatle on that track. Huh. Once again, you're listening to the interview with Artie Saraf, who plays Paul McCartney. And this is going to be a great concert. Next Thursday night, it's the Fab Four, the ultimate tribute coming to the Walker Theater. And, uh, um, Artie, I got to ask you, if y'all were sitting around, just you and the, uh, and the other bandmates, and you said, we need to do another tribute type of band, who would it be? Oof. Boy, oh boy. Well, like I said, I'm a big Queen fan. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could pull off Freddie's, some of yeah. Freddie Mercury's vocals. Yeah. Um, pretty close, but I, I think I'll stick with with Paul. Um, uh, gosh. Beach Boys? I would probably do something in the in the realm of, like, Creedence Clearwater ah, Revival. Oh, good. That would be good. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Fogarty fan. Yeah, I me got, too. We got fortunate to be able to play with him, actually, one time, too, out here in L.A. Tell me about that. Well, his his uh, producer, longtime producer, his name was uh, is Bob Clearmountain, uh-huh. had a birthday party on the Santa Monica Pier, gotcha. believe it or not, uh-huh. and it was kind of a star-studded thing. A lot of people were there, and that, John Fogarty was there, and he got up. He asked if we could play a song with him, and we said, of, of course, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he got one of our guitars, picked it up, we gave him a guitar pick, and he launched into Bad Moon Rising. Wow. And, I got to say we I got to play with John Fogarty in, in Bad Moon Rising. That was pretty cool. He's got a great book out too, if you if you're if you're a big reader. I've got it. I've got his book. I got to, I went to see him at the Troubadour here a few years ago and I, got, I bought the book then. All right, so Southern Rock, you're coming to Chattanooga. Come on. Almond Brothers, Leonard, yeah, yeah. Marshall Tucker. Any any fans there? Oh, oh I love Skinner. I love Leonard Skinner. Wait, 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 is that is that the Beatles or is that us? That's the Beatles. We're oh, gonna play. Okay. We're gonna play y'all. We're, we're gonna we're gonna pick up some of y'all. You mentioned all the it's hard to tell. Sometimes it's hard to tell. I will say you that's go, that's a good at thing. Six in the morning. Where how you you mentioned how many times you travel and here and there and everywhere and every weekend. Where do you where do you like going? Where do you look forward to going? Or where do you say we haven't been there yet? Whether it be the U.S. or international, that you say, you know what? I'd really like to go to this city and just think we would be accepted well there. And don't say make in well, Georgia. Go ahead, Jesus. <laughs> well, the places we have been, we've been to. Gosh, we've been to the uh, to Europe. We've been to Japan. We've been to Australia. We've been to China, wow. South Korea. Wow. Obviously, Canada, Mexico. Uh, England, we're li- in Liverpool, where the Beatles uh, were born. Um, the one place I'd like to go that I haven't been yet is uh, probably Spain, and it, Spain and Italy. The Beatles played both of those uh, countries, and uh, and I've never been either way. So I think Spain, Italy, uh, that area would be great. We did Paris one time. Uh-huh. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't on that particular show actually. I had some uh, some medical stuff come up, but I I could go. So um, that was kind of, I missed my chance to play in Paris. So what's, unfortunately. what's stopping but Spain? Fun. I mean, I just hit my million miles on yeah. American Airlines. Here's, gotcha. a, here's wow. a good plug for American Airlines. <laughs> uh, I hit a million miles um, about a month ago, which Jeez. was kind of cool. But that kind of shows you how much we travel. So is, is Spain an opportunity? I mean, it sounds like whoever books y'all is, 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 is very good. I think so. I think you know we're we're always we're always looking. Each year we always play different places. So I think twenty twenty four 
you know, being that it's going to be the 60th anniversary of the Beatles coming to the States, uh, there's, there's quite a few dates on the books. I mean, you know, we haven't talked about COVID yet, and COVID really shut us down, obviously. We were the first entertainment uh, and kind of uh, employer employees and employers to get shut down. Anything in entertainment was shut down right away. And we were the last ones to go back, too. And uh, since COVID, we've been busier than ever. So, you know, mm. people still want entertainment. People still love to go see a Beatles show. And uh, we, we couldn't be you know, more thankful for that. What's the reaction when you when you go to Liverpool? You said you played Liverpool, right? What's what's the reaction yeah. of the fans there? Are they just do they roll their eyes? And go, oh, another Beatles tribute band, blah 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 blah. Or they truly yeah. understand that the tribute is real? I heard Paul McCartney in an interview saying the tour bus. They I think they just bought his childhood home, and he goes, "It really is not a big house or anything to see." He goes, "But I guess you know if people want to see my home and take tours through it, I must have done something right along the way." Yeah, well, I mean, the people in Liverpool, they're very, you know, they're very picky, obviously, they, and they, they hold the Beatles very near and dear to their hearts. Sure. Um, for, well, we, we've been over there, I think, four times now. We had, we've headlined Beatle Week, they call it. Really? They do a, whole, a full week there at, uh, in Liverpool, and we've headlined four times. And the first couple times we went there, the, uh, the guy that puts it all together, his name is Bill Heckel. And uh, Gavin Pring, who's our George Harrison, mm-hmm. uh, he's actually from Liverpool. We brought him over years ago to play in huh. our, a Las Vegas show that we had going at the time for, for many weeks. So Gavin was from Liverpool. So long story short, after the show, and they all knew we were, you know, the most of the guys were from California, uh, the Fab Four. So we went over there, we did the show, and the, Bill Heckel said to Gavin, who he's known for years, Said, so wait a minute, you got You mean to tell me, Gavin, that these guys are from California, yet they have a better act, Liverpoolian accent <laughs> than you? That's pretty good. So if we if we fooled him a little bit, that was a good thing. So there we go. Who is the hardest one to portray? Would it be the? You mentioned John and Paul had the bigger personalities, but the more subtleties of someone like George or something like that. Who? Who is the hardest one to really get down where a real Beatles expert would say, yeah, yeah, he's got it? Well, gosh, that's hard to say. Um, that's a very hard question to, to, to answer, to be honest with you. Um, I'm trying. I'm testing I, I would you. I probably have to say John and Paul, though, because they're the two main guys that sure. are singing most of the stuff. Sure. Um, uh, you know, you have to get the idiosyncrasies down, the bannerisms, the talking when you can. Um, like I said, we all just try to keep every show is a learning experience, whether it's good or bad. Something bad happens, we learn from it the next show. Sure. I mean, you have to be professional about it. Uh, but everybody, everybody puts their time in. The Ringo guys, the guys do George. Um, everybody puts their time in, and, and we're always correcting each other. And there's no bigger, uh, hopefully I can say it, ball busters than the Fat Four. We, we always critique each other gotcha. and, and get on each other about what, what wasn't good. And what could be better? You know, I think that's what—that's what's given us our reputation over the years. I think. Do you agree with me that George may be the hardest one because his 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 personality and you know Ringo is Ringo, and I get it, but George may be the toughest one because uh, he was more subtle. Am I right or wrong? I, I think in some ways, yeah. He's obviously the quiet one, right? Yeah, so yeah. A lot of people don't really the quiet know. Meal, yeah. 
George's, uh, you know, mannerisms as much as they would John or Paul. So yeah, yeah, I, I guess I could agree with you there a little bit. I'll go, I'll go half a, halfway with you there. <laughs> That's better than I get most of the time. So I'll take that all day long, Artie. <laughs> there you go. Once again, it's Andy Saraf who plays Paul McCartney. They're going to be performing next Thursday, December the seventh. Rubber Soul. It's the ultimate awesome. tribute coming to the Walker Theater next week, and we've got five more minutes with Artie, whether you like it or not, buddy. And don't forget, if you go to <laughs> WGOW.com, we're giving away tickets to the ultimate. You're going to love this group, the ultimate tribute. You've been a really, really nice person to hang on this long. And, Artie, one more uh, carpet cleaning company, and then we're coming back. <laughs> Hold on, Artie. Okay. Hold Wait, on. Are you sure it's what? Artie or Andy? No, it's no, no, no. It's Art. Is it Artie or Andy? He said Andy. Yeah, no. I said, said Andy? Andy the first time. Ah, crap. Seconds ago, then he said Artie. I, All I right. just want to make sure because if Andy Saraf is coming next week, I don't know who that is, <laughs> okay. but Artie Saraf will be there next week. It is Artie, and Artie, be thankful. I think we may find one of the. All right, Artie, we, we did not get uh, your drug commercial on, but we did get the man <laughs> groomer, okay? <laughs> hey, I need that. that I, 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 I need one of those for sure. Hey, Artie, I just want to be the first to thank you. You have been a great player, and you're going to be part of the ultimate tribute, the Fab Four, the ultimate tribute. Walker Theater, next week, December the 7th, they will perform the Beatles' Rubber Soul Thank your marketing person for getting you on. And if you go to WGOW.com, we're giving away tickets to your event. And, Artie, it would be fun to be in that band with you, buddy. You're, you're first <laughs> class. You're really enjoyable. Well, I appreciate it. And, by the way, just to, just to tag on to what you said, yeah, we're doing the Rubber Soul album for the first half, and we're doing the, uh, we're doing the later Beatle hits uh, on the second half of the show. All right. Well, um, it, it, I... I I would love to be doing what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. But this is a fun job, too. So um, it's going to be great having you here. Well, we appreciate it. We hope, Hopefully you guys can get out there. A lot of, a lot of times, uh, you know, we get the radio guys that we do interviews with. They come to the show. And it's nothing like seeing the show and, and you know, letting yourself go for an hour and a half, two hours, and, and just, uh, you know, uh, have a good time and just pretend that the Beatles are on stage. That's always fun. <laughs>